Let's do this. Good evening, good morning, good afternoon, wherever you're watching. I hope that you're having a great day, and I hope that my show, this little Coffee with Toffees podcast you listen to, it makes it a little bit better. My name's Toffees. You can find me at Toffees TV. I do want to give a big shout-out to our sponsors, Razor and Aces Republic of Gamers, for giving us the equipment to make this show possible. And most importantly, Unicorn, uh, the betting site that only offers safe, regulated, and legal betting outside of the states. They require all bettors to be of legal gambling age, even if you're using just play money. Um, I know they take pride in providing a responsible outlet for engaging in esports, and by engaging it means uh, they're just as happy if you're doing the play money as the real money and just want us to kind of support esports having a good time uh, and doing it safely. So check them out. If you want to put in Toffee Special, you get some free coins to try the play thing and see if it works for you. Uh, If not, I'm sure they understand. Anyway, let's talk about why we are here today. I have a special guest that I brought on the show. As you know here at Copy of Toffees, one of my favorite things to do is reach out to community members who are you've heard of or you've seen their work, but you might not have had a chance to put a face to the name or sort of hear about more details behind what they do. So the gentleman sitting next to me is none other than Michael Tortellini-Cohen. Chances are you've probably used his guides, at least when you were starting out in Dota. Uh, Welcome to the show, Michael. It's good to have you. Hi, thanks for having me on. I really appreciate it. No problem. I'm glad that you stopped by. I'm glad that everything seems to be good. We had a, If you were here for the earlier show, guys, we had a few technical hiccups, but they seem to be fixed now, and we are cruising right along. Now, I want to start out by saying I am a guide user. Even after I stopped following guides after my first year or so of playing, uh, I have still loved the convenience of your guides because they provide me with sort of like a quick-by summary, suggestions, Um, They're a really good transition out of that I don't know anything to the I know everything phase of Dota playing, I think. Um, So thank you for that. I appreciate the work you put into it. Yeah, I'm I'm more than happy to help. I'm glad you actually use it, uh, you know, in whatever capacity that is. Um, Yeah, thanks. I'm, I'm glad you enjoy them, and thanks for having me on again. No problem. All right, so I have been watching, uh, you guys start, you started a Patreon, which I know you were tentative about, uh, around six months to a year ago, uh, and some of the ups and downs with updating guides for a while, and, and with the new show and the chance to showcase community people, I knew I wanted to have you stop by. So, you have been very transparent with anybody who's interested, whether it's your AMAs or sort of Patreon updates on a yearly basis and letting people know what they're invested in, what the numbers are like, who's using the product. Um, I want I wanted to reach out to those who maybe aren't into reading the sort of the walls of text and let them hear your story a little bit. So for three years, you've created guides essentially for every single hero in the game that are not only functional and flexible, but they're also dependably updated for every patch and every meta shift. That's a lot of work as far as I can guess, because there's 113 heroes in the game right now. How much work is it to keep that updated? Uh, yeah, yeah, 113 heroes. I do about 155 guides plus dual builds, which is another 12, so 167, right? Wow. Okay. More or less. Um, yeah, it's a lot of work. Um, thankfully, well, thankfully and unfortunately, the guides are down uh, for about a month now, so uh, <laughs> haven't had that much quite to do right now. But you know, when they come back up, it's gonna be a, a little more. Uh, heavily in demand, especially on my end, um, to get everything back up to date to what's expected, especially after TI, which usually sets a lot of meta trends um, right. at and upcoming patches as well. Um, yeah, in terms of daily work, it's like uh, 
three to four hours a day every day. Uh, that's not including you know the days where a patch is released. When a patch is released, it's like 24 to 48 hours of nonstop work um, just to get all the guides up to date. And then it's a two-week rollout period of constant feedback, testing, and observation to ensure the guides are, uh, you know, functioning, yeah. that they reflect accurately the, the ever-changing meta. And, uh, you know, it's just a lot of testing as well. You know, I have about, about 5,000 games, 6,000 hours. So, uh, yeah, it's a lot of testing, and uh, it's, it's pretty demanding. I've been doing it since uh, February 2013, so good four years, four years and a half. At three hours a day plus whatever play tests have to happen. The yeah. real question, I think, is do you have time to play Dota for fun anymore? Huh. Uh, well, I mean, testing the guys is kind of fun. Um, you know, uh, I suck, so I mean, I'm pretty <laughs> amateur. So, uh, you know, I, don't, I have favorite heroes, but I'm not particularly good uh, beyond, you know, the, the, the three that I enjoy. Um, I don't know if I really have fun per se in the sense that you know i'm just kicking it it's more like the idea of you know progress and testing guides and mm -hmm. overall getting to improve them and seeing game from an analytical standpoint is uh is another passion or enjoyment that i have okay so and that was i think my next question is it sounds like a lot of work for very little recognition so what about this because you've been doing it for, since you said it's like 2013 what yeah. about this makes it worthwhile, worth the work that you put into it? Um, you know, it's, um, that's a pretty good question. Huh? Um, you know, it's about um, the passion, you know, it's about, you know, how much I enjoy the game. It's another reason for me to keep playing Dota 2 um, on top of everything else that I do. Mm. Um, sorry? Oh, I didn't say anything. Oh, I'm sorry. I thought that was a bit of a cutoff there. Um, oh. Yes, yeah, so I was saying, you know, um, you know, the main reason I do these guys is, is, is for the mentions and the um, some recognition that I receive from the community on a, on a day to day basis. Even the criticism that I receive or uh, the feedback that I get that can be sometimes harsh or uh, unruly. Um, it's still, you know, more attention than I would have received doing something completely unrelated. It's uh, it's an appreciation, or whether that's you know whether it's and appreciate that I've changed the meta, or uh, I guess that's a little right. But the uh, appreciation that I've helped people, you know, enjoy the game, that on a day-to-day -day basis, uh, you know, I can help them understand the game better, uh, whether that's in the right direction or not, that's uh, entirely up to the to people to interpret. Um, but I guess the bottom line is really that is to say that um, you know, for a small fraction or for a small time of their day, for an hour every day. Uh, when they go to play, you know, their favorite game or a, a challenging game like Dota 2, mm -hmm. that I get to be part of their day just for like a small moment. You know, they go through the guides, they yeah. look for a guy that they can trust, and um, hopefully that's me, and that I get to be a part of that. Just you know, whether it's on a daily basis or less, you know, it's it's more than I could ever be a part of for for, for many cool. people that come to know and reach out. So along the topic of helping people help people, right? So you help them enjoy their game more. A way that people now can sort of help you enjoy what you're doing or support what you're doing is this Patreon campaign you put together. Um, I know that yeah. you were reticent about launching a crowdfunding support platform initially, but it seems like it's been pretty successful. I think you're in excess of about $500 a month right now. But what about doing that gave you pause? <clears throat> like, What made you think twice about starting the campaign? Seems like people are willing to start them for no reason. You know what I mean? Um... 
you know, the, I mean, for I mean, for the first, I started in December 2015, so the first two years plus, two years, three years, um, I wasn't really doing. I I was just doing it out of fun. I didn't want to inconvenience people to ask, you know, for money or support. Um, you know, I don't really depend on it uh, personally. It's mainly um, just a way of, you know, answering some people's desires to support me or support this project in any way that they could. I always, I always say, you know, feedback is first and foremost the best. Whether you know at whatever level you are, just tell me what you think about a build, or just tell me uh, how the build could be better, or what you'd like to see in the build is, is, is pretty great. Reduces my work pretty greatly in that regard. Um, but you know, a lot of my friends egged me on to to start a Patreon. They said, you know, uh, you know, it's worthwhile for those who want to get involved on a, on a different level, or you know, have the extra income in exchange for the, you know, the. Uh, the less amount of time to dedicate to improving in Dota. Um, so I started a Patreon mainly just to, you know, improve the project. I don't, I, you know, there's no self gain out of it. There's no personal uh, value. Uh, anything that I receive is naturally put back into the project, either as a savings um, account, so it's in a completely separate account, or um, used for future um, expansions. You know, we just hit our 500, you mentioned it before, we hit our $500 uh, bank, uh, well, yeah. I guess $500 Goal or whatever, um, yeah. There you go. Um, so we're gonna be we're gonna be looking to developing a website, looking for someone to hire and pay them at a reasonable wage to help develop this website. Um, after that, I think it's a thousand dollars is our next goal. Um, next is gonna be you know doing monthly web videos, um, you know either about the game or about the heroes or in whatever capacity that could help users or that they're interested in. Um, but yeah, um, you know I'm not. I don't promote too much the Patreon because I'm, I'm not too strong about you know having people uh, support me as if I'm gonna terminate the project you know if I don't get right. enough money or X Y Z. But uh, yeah, people. I mean, it was asked for, and after much uh, consideration, I decided to just do it and uh, you know not to be too uh, spammy about it. You know, I, I put it yeah, up anytime. It's anytime I make a public post about the guides, and otherwise. Uh, you don't really see me mention it all that much. Um, okay. Yeah. Well, at, the, at the end of the show, we'll mention it for you guys who are tuned in. So if you're oh. uh, if you're not going to watch the whole thing, go to the back end and, and get the plug. Uh, that said, though, I have noticed you, you said you sort of would do this even if people weren't paying you, uh, which is interesting to me because I've noticed a sense of entitlement, perhaps, by a lot of players towards your guides insofar as they tweet you or make forum posts about how slow your updates are, how wrong the builds are, or any number yeah. of things. Does does this frustrate you and make it hard to do the like make make it hard to be motivated to do the job? Um, I mean, if anything, it's just a display of demand, um, mm. which in a sense, I guess I should remain complimented about. Um, you know, I used to get a lot. Of, I still do actually, but I got a lot of messages like when Arc Warden came out, like in two thousand. I don't know, was it January 2016 or 15? Something that ballpark, yeah. Yeah, well, that's, about, that's a year ballpark, so it's pretty well, big I mean, ballpark. Well, I, I meant January. I think January yeah, was the ballpark, yeah, yeah 2016. Um, I was on a, on a vacation to the Grand Canyon, and Arg Warner had just came out, and uh, I, got, I got a flood of messages. Mm. And um, it was at that point that I was really dedicating myself to updating these guides and really cutting mm. into you know my, my, my personal time into updating it. So... On my road to the Grand Canyon, I would literally sit on a tiny bus with my little laptop, reading all the guide notes, taking notes on everything I was going to update. And I think I spent like six, eight hours just thinking about guides, thinking about how to improve Arc Warden. 
and then I, you know, I saw the Grand Canyon. It was about an hour, uh, two hours. I recommend it for anyone. And on the way back, I was still, you know, reading patch notes, figuring out what would be ideal. No internet service or whatever. Uh, no way to really gauge the value of it. Hmm. And then as soon as I got home, I spent the next like 12, 13 hours like updating guides and you know trying to follow through on all this demand and expectation. And you know after that, I, I completely lost my spirit in terms of hmm. updating guides because I felt you know it was completely taken over my life for something that was just supposed to be for fun. Um, and at that point, the guide system was just absolutely right. neglected and atrocious. So um, I think after that, I really started reconsidering how how I was dedicating my time to the guides towards the rest of my life, whether it's personal time or my own career in esports. Um, and yeah, right now it's at a good place. Um, patches have been coming out a little bit faster than usual, so it's a little uncomfortable. Um, <laughs> but I'm learning to, you know, not update the guides after a patch two days after it's released. I'm learning right. to, you know, take a week if I have to. I'm learning that. You know, no one else is gonna is putting any effort in anyway right now. So why do I have to rush it in view of demand? It comes when it comes, et cetera. And um, yeah, and, and for consequences, you know, guides are still growing in terms of subscriptions. About three to it's about well this this year it's been five to six million every two weeks. So um, yeah, so yeah, um, no to answer your so, question, yeah, sorry, go ahead. Speaking of the metrics you just brought up, you know, that's a yeah. huge subscription base. You track your metrics very, very cleanly. I've looked at some of the stuff you've sent over and you've published online, and it tells yeah. you literally everything you need to know about how people are using the guides. Is there an end game goal for the project? I mean, can you sell sponsorships like Juggernaut Build brought to you by Tabasco? You know, is it? It's is there something like that in the future potentially? No, I tried. I tried back in six point eight eight when it was possible to. Um, there are different ways to implement either. Uh, branding or imagery outside of the Steam community system. Uh, I put up several mock-ups of, of impressions and ways that it could scale up for brands. And um, you know, I tried it out with a few friends, uh, some people I know in the industry. And the reality is that the metrics that I'm able to track in comparison to what the metrics sponsors are looking for are mm -hmm. just not on par with one another. So you know, geolocation matters a lot um, right. per day, per month. Uh, impressions matter a lot. Um, yeah, and so you know you can make a lot of implications with the stats that I collect, but it's not mm, concrete enough for for a sponsor. And in game, they don't allow any HTML or um, BBC code to enter, so um, all they would get is just text branding, which you know it's, it's not significant enough for for a lot of sponsors. Fair enough. All right, maybe one day we'll see like a C9 dot Tortellini guide. Uh, we'll <laughs> see. So uh, you know. Go ahead. Uh, in terms of end game, I don't. I don't think there is an end game. Uh, you know, it stops when when I don't feel the passion anymore, or when I feel there's sufficient competition to compensate my absence, or simply that it's just too much, and uh, you know, there's there's nowhere to go from there. You know, uh, I used to previously write that, you know, these guys brought me nothing. You know, hasn't made me any connections or anything. But as of recently, it's uh, you know, it's helped me out. It's gotten me a a TI7 invite. I assume that's the reason, uh, unless there's some other a major attribute or quality <laughs> that, I have that I've not been told of, which is not, uh, you know, I have so few of them that usually people tell me when they find something. Right, right. Um, so, yeah, um, yeah, that's pretty much it. There's no real end goal. Just, you know, one day, one year, every year I reconsider of quitting or not. And, uh, you know, 
2017 is going to roll around. I'm going to think about, you know, if I can keep going or not. And, uh, yeah. Okay. That's it. So my next question was sort of about burnout and stuff like that. I know that at the end of 2016, you were also struggling a little bit with the slowdown on the project. But it sounds like you've answered that. Like, it's sort of you keep getting your second wind, uh, but it's only going to last as long as necessary. Have you had a chance? So are you at a point now? Because I remember uh, after 7.0, I think it was, the whole guide system was just boinked, right? Like, it was completely jacked up. Have you gotten to a point where you're actually able to interface with Valve directly to talk about changes that need to be made? Do they use you as a resource in any way? Um... Yeah, I guess I'll I guess I'll, I'll reveal that. Um, back in 2016, mid 2016, I was on the point of quitting. Um, you know, seven, as you said before, 7.1, 7.0, 7.01, 7.012, uh, 7.02 mm-hmm. uh, were pretty broken in terms of guides. There wasn't really any way to update your guides, or that you know, if you did release a new guide, it wouldn't show up at all because it was completely dysfunctional. Mm-hmm. Um, and then at that point. I had already started reporting bugs uh, to Valve for for a good for a good bit now, um, but only now that I receive a direct contact that was uh, much more hands-on, lots more um, involved, and I'm very I I don't know if I should say his name or not, but he I think he knows very well that I'm very appreciative of uh, of his or their involvement. I'm sure there's one more than one person involved on this. Um, and then it's it's uh, it's picked up from there. I can't really say too much about that coming up, but um, you know, a lot of the patches coming out, you see a lot of uh, you know system changes. You know, the yeah. new guide listing has been updated, so that you know, 2017 guides, 7.0 guides are uh, showing up first before mm-hmm. the highly popular you know Gray Shark 2013 guide. Um, <laughs> so that's the work of them really paying attention and getting involved and you know reworking the whole system. So. Um, well, I guess stay tuned until uh, you know until the whole thing's wrapped up. I guess that's all I can say. Well, and I, and I think that that's this is something that I think is important that we don't talk about enough, right? Like it, it almost it it makes me frustrated too because it feels like Valve almost hurts itself in some ways with the community because like you were like mm, I don't know if I should talk about this or if I should say names, but that's the kind of thing that we as a community want to hear, right? We want to hear yes, someone at Valve reached out to somebody who designs guides and said what's like it's broken help us fix it and was willing to listen because that's what reminds us that valve does care about the community outside of just bringing in the cash roll right and it's something that and it's a mini soapbox for everybody who's listening three i start I, I joined dota back around ti three time and when we talked about ti's previous to ti3 we talked about Valve does this for the community. Valve does this because they love us for playing the game. Valve does this because they love the players. And I feel like over the last few years, the community has become more and more jaded, I think, towards like the arcanas and the, what feels like money grabs or chests that aren't as cool or whatever. And we forget that Valve is still trying to reach out to the community. So this is the kind of thing that I like hearing, you know, that, that they are, that they did something like included a workshop creator at TI6 and made places for them, that they reached out to guide creators and helped make the system better. So I'm glad that you were willing to share that. Hopefully people are willing to talk about that stuff more often, or maybe just Valve removes the gag order on the cool stuff that they do um, and lets us sort of see behind the curtain every once in a while. But a, I mean, a way, uh, go ahead. There's no real gag, gag order. It's just, you know, right. respect of, uh, of, you know, the trust and communication of what we share between one another. Um, right. I felt what I shared was, was not significant enough for them. Mm. I guess, actually, you know, I don't want to make any hypothetical or assumptions on this. I felt, yeah, I feel overall that the disheartening about Valve is, is, is 
justified on one side, but also that they've always communicated through finished products and design and um, mm -hmm. follow through on that, you know, in terms of improving it based on feedback that they read, let's say on Reddit or even Dev Dota forums. Mm -hmm. um, so yeah, I, um, you know, there's no real gag order. They, I mean, they didn't tell me, please don't share this, please don't share that. Right. It's more um, just respect for the communication and, um, you know, let them present what they're doing right. the way they want to do it rather than hijacking it from my own self-credit or whatever that I dig be. it. I dig it. I just wish they'd tell us more often or take, you know, make, do something for their own self-credit. That's it. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. What do you do when you're not thinking about Dota? Oh, geez. Uh, you mean like my other work? <laughs> yeah, like what do you enjoy? Like do you play another game? I mean, so you spend, yeah. you spend, I imagine, three hours working on Dota, probably multiple hours to and from work and stuff, thinking about updates and builds and all the other crap. Like, there's got to, is there a time in your day where you get to sit down with a bowl of marinara and spaghetti and, 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 and think about something besides Dota? And, and if so, what do you enjoy? Um, uh, you know, I, uh, you know, I just launched a company. <laughs> I just lost an esports uh, media site company, I'm, and I'm working with uh, ESports Holding, okay. uh, who are, you know, a great company, great group of people uh, over in Moscow, Russia. They're, they're absolutely amazing to work with and to learn from. Um, so if I'm not working on guides, I'm really looking at, uh, you know, improving this business that I've started at cybersport.com. Mm. Small, small plug there. Hope you don't mind. <laughs> no, you can plug as much as you want, man. But yeah, you know, uh, that's pretty much, you know, what's taken up the most amount of time. Um, I, we launched about a month or two ago. Um, I started working on this project since September, 2016. So um yeah i didn't realize the challenges that came to you know starting a whole business um especially in esports um so as of right now that's, that's pretty much a hobby slash challenge and slash uh another project of mine that i'm uh really enjoying um besides that I don't really have a lot of time. I get to play a couple games and that's it. <laughs> so your life revolves around esports, essentially. That's a uh, that's a lot. Now talking about esports, life's revolving around it. Um, you had something happen that I wasn't aware of when we booked the show. When I asked you to be on the show, I just want to talk about guides, and then they released the talent list for TI, and down there on the bottom, you know, in the part where they sort of get some new talent or analysts or whatever it is, they just had a, a little section that said Tortellini, Michael Cohen. Official talent for TI. It didn't really tell me what you were doing though. So, a congratulations on what is a I think for some people in the Dota scene like a life goal, right? To be on that page when it comes out. So that's pretty cool. But what are you doing when you're there? Um, <laughs> see, because I got a lot of shit for I got a lot of shit for for the invite when because you're not uh, you because know, you're not coddle guy or whatever. I mean, just because people felt I didn't merit or you know they didn't quite grasp on what level I deserved or I guess deserved uh, an invite or not. But um, you know I don't really want to say what I'm doing not uh, not only because I I don't uh, not only because it hasn't been revealed but also because uh, you know it goes along with Valve's uh, form of communication. They rather just right show people what they're doing rather than saying, oh, we're doing this, we're doing that, we're doing this. Um, so for me to, you know, hijack what they're planning to do, either with myself or with other people, um, would be, would be you know, discrediting to what they're ultimately planning overall. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm really honored for the invite. Um, looking forward to meeting all the great people, both who have been part of Dota 2 for so many years and uh, the people I've admired for so long. Mm -hmm. 
and also their new faces who will be there alongside myself. Absolutely. So it sounds like they are. It there's you're doing something specific. It doesn't sound like they just sent you a general invite and said, "Hey, Tortellini, come on out." It sounds like a cool a plan that PGL slash Valve has in play. I'm I'm not going to make you say anything. I am going to make sweeping generalizations that PGL no, and Valve I... have something cool in the works that they think that your particular expertise would be valuable towards. That's interesting. No hints. I'm trying to read your face. Okay. All right. Well, I guess we got to watch TI now. There I was yeah. going to skip the Please. whole thing, but apparently I'm going to have to watch it. Please watch TI. Uh, give me feedback. Write some public feedback. Um, that's really the best way to know what works and what doesn't work. Uh, yeah, no real hints. I, I really don't want to uh, you know screw it up with what they've given me in terms of opportunity. Yeah, no. You don't want to do that. You don't want to, you don't want to get pulled from the show halfway through and never invited back. Nobody, yeah. uh, nobody well, wants that yeah. to happen. James. I you know I don't expect to be invited back regardless of you know how well or, or what I may aim to achieve I'm really I've learned really early enough to really not set any expectations mm. about for, not to set my own expectations out to other people or other organizations because they have something completely else mm-hmm. set in their mind and they have a different system than what I've maybe interpreted or misinterpreted and I think that goes along for a lot of people who you know, set these standards or expectations for how they interpret XYZ event that's not theirs. And then, right. um, you know, they get angry when those expectations are broken, when no one has really confirmed that what they're really looking into is mm. not entirely true. But yeah. Fair enough. All right. Um, so let's do, I think that's pretty much all that I wanted to sort of talk about with you, uh, since we're sort of keeping stuff on the down low for TI. Maybe after the TI ends, we can come back and do a quick follow up to talk about. Yeah what you did and how it worked out and get some community feedback. Um, what would you say to, to, you know, if you could address all of those people who do use your guides and give you feedback, whether it's good or bad, like if you can address them directly and just give them a message on your behalf, what would you say? Oh, well, you know, uh, you know, anyone who's ever reached out to me, know I answer back probably immediately or within the day, um, you know, always expressing gratitude, always expressing um, sincere appreciation. Uh, if, I had a, if I had a direct message for them, you know, it would always be something more, it would always be saying, you know, thank you for your trust, thank you for your your, your, your communication and your your admiration for, for everything I do. And it's the primary reason that I, I'm still doing this four and a half to four and nine months years uh, later. And, uh, you know, without, you know, all your kind words and sometimes harsh criticism, I wouldn't be doing this today. Um, so I like to thank, you know, all 250 million subscriptions and, um, you know, I'm always available to, to what you have to say. That's a lot of subscriptions. So very, very cool. Um, you know, I, I appreciate you stopping by. I, I've loved seeing the evolution of the guide system. Uh, as, as you know, I've, I've been using them or at least glancing at them for a long time. Um, it's nice to see that you've had an impact and that people are willing to say the good as often as the bad, uh, too often that gets lost in the internet world that we live in. Um, your pick, what's your pick for TI? Do you think anything interesting is going to happen? Any teams that we were unexpected are going to show up out of nowhere or you think it's just going to be all around good Dota? Um, uh, (laughs) fair enough. Um, no, yeah, I'll give it. I'll give a proper answer. Um, I think VP is gonna win it, but I'm a little biased because I love VP. Love all the guys there. I love the you know all the guys behind uh, VP and all the guys who are representing VP. I also, and, but I also think 
It's either going to be VP, OG, or Team Liquid. I think those are my, my three. Um, I'm hoping the Chinese pull it through and manage to, to come out, come above it all. Um, I'm also hoping the South Americans also pull it through as well because right. I would like to see more South Americans um, represented at future events. Yeah, you want to see growth in the scene. We saw what uh, we saw what happened last year after after Demon's team did so well. The whole scene grew exponentially. So yeah, I agree with that. Uh, I would have said yes to VP as well, but they all said no to my interview request. So now I think OG is probably going to win for sure. And uh, <laughs> I would have said VP second, but now we got C9. So now that's a guaranteed second place for Cloud9. Oh, yeah. Ah, touche. Right? Can't fight it. That's what they do best. So uh, it's it's one of those things where. You know, it's funny. The C9 second place meme was almost an insult or like sucks to be you, you know, two, three years ago. But now when like tournaments are worth $22 million, you know, the guys yeah, are like, bad. dude, sec like, I, I know that they want to win because that's all that matters. But when you walk out with a $5 million paycheck for second place, I don't know, that's still pretty, that's still pretty awesome. But I got uh, to touch uh, the, the, the Navi uh, Aegis when they won nice. back at Epicenter Moscow. And it was like, I don't know why. I mean, you know, it, it was the most unbelievable thing, the most the most incredible moment in in a while that I've ever felt when I got to touch it and see yeah. you know all the Navi names behind uh, behind that uh, shield. Behind yeah, I can't. Me. I can't imagine the rush of hoisting the yeah. the shield, right? Like the idea that in that brief moment with the fireworks and the confetti and the lights and the fans, you hoist the shield and despite the fanfare. There has to be this moment where you realize, holy shit, we are the best five Dota players yeah. in the world. We did it. And, like, that's got to be, it, it's got to be mind-blowing. So uh, it's cool to touch. I imagine touching it sort of channels a little bit of that. Sometimes I sometimes I hoist my uh, my little, you know, my little Aegis here, the little pin they gave me, and pretend. But it's just not the same, Michael. It's just not the same. Well, I anyway, pre go ahead. What? Needs to be a little bigger. Yeah, I have the other, the collector's Aegis from TI5, but, you know, that's, uh, I don't want to take out of the box, so I, I've been meaning to try to get people to sign it, but I never get around to it. Uh, that said, uh, I want to give you a chance to uh, give a plug in a second. Before I do, though, I want to say thank you to you, thank you to Unicorn, uh, especially thank you to Razor, and uh, thank you to Ace Republic of Gamers for making the show possible, and thank you to viewers like you. Uh, you guys are the ones who make me do the show. I do it because you watch it, so check out the YouTube, check out the podcast. It's coffeew slash toffees. On Stitcher as well as iTunes and if you do want to support the show a little bit here and there helps you can go to patreon.com slash toffees um, and donor rewards include things like coffee mugs mouse pads high fives you name it uh, we'll make sure that you're taken care of so if you want to support the show and its continuance uh, please feel free to do that there now Michael where can people find you and how can they support you um, they can find me anywhere, really. I'm, you know, I'm on Reddit, totally, uh, totally. They can find me on Twitter, uh, Twitter.com/totally. Uh, you know, you already mentioned the Patreon, Patreon/tor. Um, you know, if they really want to support me and they don't really want to, you know, add it to a financial means or want to get feedback, they can always go to um, the website I'm starting up, Cyberport.com. Uh, you know, we're putting, we're pushing out a lot of content. We're, we're going to be doing coverage for uh, the International Seven, so. Um, any feedback or any thoughts about some of the features that we're writing is, is great. We're really looking to um, improve the, the content that we're writing as well as the news, uh, so, as well as the site design. Um, other than that, you know, there's, I'm pretty much everywhere. I'm still a community member. Um, have been since 2010. Um, cool. So yeah, hit me up wherever you see me. And uh, if you see me at TI, say, make sure to say hello. I'd love to meet uh, more and more Dota fans. 
Absolutely, and I've like, heard he's been. I heard. I heard he's been practicing his autographs. So make sure you ask him for an autograph and a, and a photo no. of some sort. <laughs> I've never uh, signed a thing in my life. Get out of here. You know what? I had. I hadn't either, and I never even thought about practicing. Like my name's clearly not Toffees in real life, right? Like, yeah. who the fuck signs their screen name? And then I went to TI five, I think it was, and I was just wandering around, like just chatting with people and ha- hanging out. People started asking me for my autograph. And I was like, I looked over, I think Cap was a little ways off. And I was like, Cap, what are you signing? And he goes, capitalist. So I was like, made up a toffee really? signature. Yeah, I was like, made up a toffee signature on the spot. But apparently that's a thing. So you might want to consider it so you're not caught with your pants down and wicked confused if you get asked. Any fan I meet, I always take a picture. Because everyone wants like everyone wants a picture with like whoever they, they, they enjoy or admire. Right. But I'm the opposite. I always take pictures of fans. And I always post Hilarious. it up on my Twitter because... Uh, yeah, I always, I always love meeting. I love meeting people. Period. There you go. So if you guys want free hits and like retweets and stuff, just go find Tort and take a picture. Yeah, uh, exactly. Yeah, I got, so we I got a, a mug from a from a really. From a, I got a mug from in Kiev from a fan. That's cool. Uh, I don't know if I, I don't really like calling them fans because it feels like you know I'm someone of importance who should have fans. But I got a I got a mug from a friend. I'm calling him a friend from a friend uh, in Kiev. He had made this mug especially for me. He had made sure to spell that correctly with me. It was, Fantastic mug. I still, I still have it. Just be careful. If you start calling 2.5 million people friends, they're going to think you're running a cult of some <laughs> sort. So, uh, you did your shout outs. Do you have anybody you want to shit on or any call outs you want to do or anything else you want to say before we log out for the night? Nah, unfortunately, uh, I'm not, I'm not one to, uh, to publicly air my laundry. <laughs> uh, sh- I'm all good. Sh- Thanks for having me on. I really appreciate it. It's a lot of fun. No problem. If you ever need, if you ever have anything you want to talk about or uh, want to come on back, we'd love to have you. I appreciate you stopping by. Again, thanks everybody for coming and watching. This has been another episode of Coffee with Toffees. We got some more in the pipeline, though. I'm gonna warn you all. It's probably gonna slow down over the next couple of weeks. Everyone's flying out to TI. They got bigger things to do. Uh, as most of you know, I will be watching TI from home this year. Uh, we don't have as well. Presumably, I, it's, not, it's not uncommon to get calls like a week before to go do stuff for production there. Really. Uh, yeah, there was one year, I went one year to do interviews for an organization, and they called me, I don't know, probably five or six days beforehand, and we're like, That's hey, so expensive. well, they, they, they needed an interviewer, they wanted to create the content, they found the budget, so, I mean, usually in that situation, I work pretty cheap, I'm like, yeah, just pay for my food and my board and my yeah. ticket, and I'll, I'll work, obviously, I just want to be at TI. Um, so I think that's why they did it, but that said, it's not out of the question, but it is highly unlikely I will be there, which means not a ton of interview content until after TI, but it does mean that I might do some public watch stuff, we might do some live tweeting, uh, so definitely check out the Twitter, uh, Toffees TV, and um, I'll, I'll be involved with the TI process in terms of chatting with you guys and anything that you might have question-wise. So thanks for watching, have a wonderful night, uh, and a pleasant tomorrow. And don't forget guys, play more Dota. As always, Toffees out. Thanks again. No problem, man.